Welcome, everybody, to the Coach Shock Podcast, Sports Edition. Today, we are here to finally be back. I know we've been out a couple weeks. Me and my co-host, Dillamu, we've been out a couple weeks um, handling some business, but we got a lot of special things coming your way. Um, I know it's been a little while. Move, what's good, baby? I know it's been a little while since we've been doing this sports shit. We miss a lot. Nah, we ain't really miss nothing. Steelers ain't doing shit. <laughs> yeah. Zach, I ain't even gonna talk on the Bucks because the Bucks been doing well. So we ain't gonna really talk on them. But before we get started, I wanna promo something ah, that we're doing for our people out here in our community. Um yeah, yeah. trying to put fit it in the screen. Um for all y'all, we're doing a raffle. Anybody that we uh that followed the page has seen it. We're doing a raffle. There's 50 slots, $20 a slot. Get in now before everything is filled. This will be raffled off. We're praying December 3rd. It's a Sunday, December 3rd. Um, it'll be on IG Live, it'll be on Culture Shock's Twitch account. Um, you can find it there around 3 p.m. We'll be announcing the first place winner. Um, we'll get this PS5. It's the one with the disc, y'all can see. The one with the disc. So we'll be raffling this off um, to somebody very lucky for Christmas. Um, Wait, you have a PS5 that don't take disc? Yeah, there's one that's there's one I have is actually um the one that don't take disc. That's why I this, this. <laughs> this, this, uh, this one take this uh right? Pause. This one take this um and as I'm saying, it's gonna be um raffled up December third. Second place will be winning um sixty dollars and third place. We'll be getting a free slot in the next raffle, which we got exclusive stuff coming your way for the second raffle. Um, so everybody definitely tap in. Uh, definitely get your slots. Hit me or Moo up. Yeah. And, uh, also, with this raffle, too, yeah, you got a three-slot maximum. So don't mm-hmm. think you could just buy 50 slots. The most you got is three. And uh, I still feel like PS5 is still um, an exclusive item. I'm not really it's sure. 30. Very exclusive. Okay. So it's still exclusive item. So that $20, 40 $60 is definitely worth. So shorties, if you if you're looking and you know you want your man to stay inside and not go to the club, <laughs> fill in your slot. Um, and then you know, my fellas, you know, I know some people are trying to get it, some people hit us up, you know, hit me or Moo up, and um we'll be able to get you a slot in the uh, raffle. Yes, sir. So whoever wins. Um now let's go back to focusing on what this show is about and uh you know, starting with the NFL, Moo, it's been a crazy season. Um, too crazy. Nonetheless, too, too crazy. I want to start off with our, our New York own um, New York Jets that averaged, um, I think it was three inches every play for the <laughs> in the second half. It was three inches on every play in the second half um, and lose the way they lose. <laughs> How can you just describe what, what what do you think the Jets should do with Zach Wilson? Is that especially after he said he didn't let down the defense? I mean, I think it's disrespectful um to him to for, for him to say that. But more importantly, if you are a part of the Jets fan franchise in any way, if you're a fan, a player, a owner, whatever it is, you haven't done anything in X amount of many years. This is just a regular Jets year. It's not anything special. You guys are not coming off a Super Bowl. Y'all didn't win twenty games last year. Like this is this is regular Jets stuff. I don't look at I don't look at um Zach Wilson to be uh, anything but a Jets quarterback. You can name the last twenty Jets quarterbacks. They've just been regular people. 
And um, that's no disrespect to Mike Vick or anyone else that's been a QB. But at that point in their career on the Jets, they were just regular guys. So to me, until the Jets, excuse me, draft well, pick the right players, put the right people in the right positions, um, I don't don't see them to be anything more than uh, like the AFC North Browns. No matter how much talent they got around them, no matter who you put on that team, uh, it's just, you know, how the Browns are. It's just how the Jets are. That's, you know, certain things are just going to happen. Now, I will take, I will take a step back and say I think they drafted well this year. I think the players that they got on offense and defense, they drafted well. I think this is their first draft where I think they hit on every single player, like Sauce, you know, Garrett. I love their young players. You know, yeah, their young players are good. And I think, like I said, I think they're Aaron Rodgers away from being a contending team. They need a quarterback. They have no quarterback, you know, to – to be honest, that was a big game for them to lose that game. Right. You know, if they win that game, they you know they tie for first in first actually, right. um, percentage points wise. But now you have now you have a, a big problem in your head. You can fall out of playoff contention with the, with a loss this week coming up. Yeah, you know, and I think that's that's dangerous for you know the NFL because NFL is just everybody's got a chance. You know what I'm saying? This is the most I would say like spread out has been. You know what I'm saying? You got a couple of the top tier teams, but yeah, I guess because it's unexpected. You know, sometimes when you look around and you're like, "Man, the Vikings, the Eagles, a lot of um, the last recent years, those teams are 500 teams or just above 500." So then you turn around and look at the Packers, the Titans. You look at certain teams that maybe you thought would be better, the Saints, the Bears, right. um, and, and you're just a little disappointed. Even the Ravens, their record as far as uh, being first in the AFC North, but you know, by now you figure they win seven, eight, nine games easily. So I think the struggle right now is just the uh, the importance of having a great quarterback, but also the injuries. Who are you putting in place to fulfill these receivers and running backs that are are not only creating chemistry, but can go out and make uh, big plays and earn that position, go from punt returning to playing the slot receiver and all that kind of I don't want to say exaggerated football things, but all the things that you hope from the six wide receiver, you know, when it's his opportunity, you hope that he could step up and, and be great. And I think a lot of um, teams this year are missing that. You forgot one team no more. You were talking about all those teams. You forgot one team. The Miami Dolphins, Mo. What did I say? I know they want to buy, but what have I been saying? I think I was the first person to say it. Say what? I think I said we too. Well, you can go back. I, no, think I said the Dolphins is the said. best team in the league. I Wait a second. We can go back three weeks ago when I said the Miami Dolphins. You said they ain't the top tier. They ain't the top tier in the AFC. I said, bro, they ain't a tier two. You told me they wasn't. And you said you said they lost two games, so they, they not. <laughs> yeah, I said. And I, and I said because two wasn't there. And you told me uh, it don't matter. But I do think that they um, are the best team because they've been able to show things without their best player. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the reason why I say Kansas City is because of explosiveness, being able to match them. I don't think Tua can ever, um, like, match him. So I do think there's levels. Right. Even if Tua scores 30, he's Mahomes is going to get 31. Right. So I look at it um, – to be the best all-around team, the add-in Chubb, their defense, I just think is uh, 
kind of like the sneaky, scary. right? Scary. Like the sneaky old Miami defense when they had those good cornerbacks. So I don't think that uh, they're the best team in the AFC. Like if I had to pick a team from the AFC, I would pick Kansas City. But if we're talking about yeah, right now, I would too. I would best too. team in the league that I would probably take to have like a Giants Ravens kind of Super Bowl run, it would kind of, it would definitely be the Dolphins. It's good that we have the You know, perfect matchups, and you don't got to play certain teams, and they lose early or whatever the case may be. I could I could definitely see uh, Miami making that happen for sure. Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, I would say the best combo right now wide receivers in the league. Those two guys are hard to stop. Waddle scores most of the touchdowns, but Tyreek getting 130 yards a game, and Waddle getting the ball ten times. Like they're they're tandem. You know what I'm saying? Like. Best QBR. Um, Tua's got the best QBR uh, in the league. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that team is scary. But I will say, Kansas City this week showed against the Chargers literally um, could go out there down three receivers and still win the game. So that 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 right there is like, yeah, you're not at full strength. You go in there. Oh, you take boy. Yeah, it's crazy. But right. the, the to me, the, the greatest part about that is the Tom Brady – um, aspect, the Tom Brady or the Tom Brady. Um, I guess like the the way we look at Tom Brady, you put anybody around him, he makes them greater. And right. we're starting to see that. And at first we thought, man, Pat Mahomes has this person. He got that person. He got a Hall of Fame tight end. He got Tyler. He got, and now you see him each and every week with um, without Juju, without this person, without that person. Now they're adding in Sky Moore. They're adding in Pacheco. They're adding in this person. And uh, Kelsey remains consistent, but I was gonna say, man, can still can't guard him. That man still can't be guarded. Yeah, I'm about to oh. say you can see the the difference, and when you have a great tight end, and that's what I mean, the Tom Brady effect. One thing that remained the same for a long time was Gronk. Right. So even though Tom Brady had 45 different receivers, mm-hmm. he had a Hall of Fame tight end, right. and you can see the chemistry. Even my best player on offense right now is my tight end. If you right. look at uh, my my quarterback and my tight end tandem is, is – Y'all still got the white boy punt returning? Nah, nah, he up out of there. And we running back stuff. <laughs> and on top of that, we get 40 yards on the return. Now, white boy out of there. White boy had a nice catch, though. I forgot. White boy had a nice catch this past Sunday. Crazy, man. But I do believe that if you could have a, a safety blanket, if you look at George Kittle, he scored right. four or five touchdowns in the last crazy. two weeks. Yes, right, so man. now it makes the QB – you think about like, man, why do we di- why do we do this to Jimmy G? But because of the chemistry, they've been there uh, for a long time with each other. That's the safety blanket. It's easy. So I do um, agree with all your sentiments. But at the end of the day, I feel like we already know who's coming out of the AFC. The 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 NFC is pretty up in the air. But I feel it like is. It the is best right. team overall right now is, is just Kansas City, and their defense is getting better. So. Yeah, that's the crazy part. That is a crazy part. Now going back to Thursday game, you had you know a big game with Tennessee. Um, you know, Tennessee stays consistent. The one thing they always do is they always fuck it up in the playoffs, but they stay consistent winning games during the regular season. I will say that they go into Green Bay, and uh, the big question is not really how the game went. Um, do you think Aaron Rodgers stays a Packer past the season, or do you think I don't think so? I also think this might sound crazy. I think he does a lot of things on purpose, like the interceptions so? or the bad passes. Yeah. So I just refuse to believe that he's just this bad this year. Like, Russ has showed that uh, he's just trash. He's a rat. But 
you see Aaron Rodgers, you know, come back from 14 down against the Cowboys, and I know he hates the Cowboys, so that might have been one of his, like, right, I'm going to just win this game. Right. It's, to me, there's similar opportunities if you look at uh, past games to where he has an opportunity to uh, make a good throw or uh, um, uh, like a catchable pass, catchable throw, and he's throwing at somebody's feet and he's upset that they ran the wrong play or they ran the wrong route. So before anything even happens, he's in the huddle, he's tight. He don't like to play that uh, Matt Cole. So yeah. at the end of the day, I think Aaron Rodgers is about it here. And, you know, my one thing that I really love about him is that he has like the A-B-esque kind of like, listen, even if we trash, y'all about to see how ignorant, how bad I'm going to act. <laughs> and then if we win, I'm going to just act like everything cool. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this is how I act if we win. Yeah. So I, I do like that about players, but to see it like from a, from a white person, that is being like calm and he's not, he's not really acting out. He's not going to run across the field, take off his jersey and do nothing crazy. But mm-hmm. those subtle things to where somebody's open and you just throw that they feet mm-hmm. and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. I feel like the pettiness of Aaron Rodgers is very easy. To oh, see. yeah. Nah, it's out there. It's definitely out there. Where do you think he goes? I heard, uh, I heard it's a, uh, okay. I heard, <laughs> I heard us. Uh, I don't know how serious it is, but I read a, a report that said that they would think about doing it for Derek Carr to reunite him with um, Devontae Adams. I think that would be awesome. I think that's a, um, a even swap. No disrespect, but as far as um, talent, yeah, and, uh, rebuilding, and as far if you if I'm uh, the Packers, I'm looking at a a younger QB that can sling it. Or he could just be a bridge quarterback. You know, Aaron Rodgers don't want to be that. But I don't I don't see Aaron Rodgers to be someone that goes somewhere for someone else. Right. He, to me, he's very selfish. Yeah. So I yeah. can see Adams following him. But then mm-hmm. I, I don't really I don't I don't know. I don't Aaron Rodgers is not the person that puts too much out in the sense of uh uh, the totality of a person to where he's on social right. media. It's just like every time he says something, you're like, what the hell? And then yeah. when you see him do stuff on TV, it's like, man, this guy is crazy. Yeah, he'd be on the Pat McAfee show. That's that's what you usually see him. That's where he gets gives all his comments and shit. Yeah, like he'd be like, man, what are you talking about? Yeah. Nah, like, what kind of medicine did you take? Word. Now he's honestly my as as a quarterback. He's probably the since since I was born. You know, he probably more besides Michael Vick, but. You know, fun to watch. I, I I could watch Aaron Rodgers all day. Not right now, but over the years, man, I could watch him all day because he he makes all the throws. He uh, he had yeah, fun yeah. with he had fun with the game. Like I, I love watching Aaron Rodgers play. That's that's one of my that's one of my all time favorites right there. Um, as far as yeah, time. they always done him a disservice. They've never right. gotten any receivers or done anything worth the risk to say, hey, this is what we've done for you. What have right. you done for us lately? You know, they don't. He got third round picks, six round picks. Mm-hmm. Those are starting receivers. Um, a lot of them are, I guess, new in the sense of being on the Packers, mm-hmm. but just in the role of playing 40, 50 snaps. A lot of those receivers that are doing that now have never done that ever right. besides Randall Cobb. So right. it's a good opportunity for them. But if I'm a 14, 15 year vet, I'm not trying to uh, be in a position where I'm teaching. Young in the situation while I'm learning. So I have mm-hmm. to learn, you know, how the chemistry and all these things about these new kids, but I also have to teach them as well. And I feel like that's great when you're, you're early in your career and you're winning Super Bowls. And, but 
But now Aaron Rodgers needs to be in a situation that is a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. You sling that thing around, he can get people in positions where they need to score, and it'll go back to 45 touchdowns and one interception. Right. Now, another um, quarterback that I kind of want to get into on the opposite side of the spectrum that I was watching, and I've been watching for a couple weeks. I've been watching him do some things with his feet, but losing every single game, close game, uh, Justin Fields. What do you think about Justin Fields? Because I I, I say as a joke, but I, I mean it. I think Justin Fields is Ter- Terrell Pryor 2.0, just with a little bit extra talent. Terrell Pryor in the NFL or Ohio State? Terrell Pryor NFL, like just where he's running around. <laughs> because bro, I don't, I don't, I don't trust Justin Fields with 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 the ball in his hands. Like if he not if he not able to run, he's not he's not very good. You know what I'm saying? So, what do you think about Justin Fields? Am I am I tripping? Am I? Am, yeah, I think my that's disrespectful. Why that's disrespectful? I mean, Terrell Pryor in the NFL. <laughs> that bitch ran a 99 yard <laughs> of a fucking draw. That bitch said, hold on. Ain't nobody open him. He just shoot up the middle. Not for real, Terrell. Uh, that's Terrell Pryor cousin or something. Because, wrong. Yeah, honestly, you. I think, uh, I don't know why that had me weak like that. Honestly, <laughs> I think he can be like a Jalen, um, before I say Jalen Hurts, like a baby Jalen Hurts. Don't do that. Or. Uh, like an undergrad Jalen Hurts, like a JV, oh JV nine, Jalen. Yeah, Hurts. look, you gonna keep going back. You said <laughs> undergrad JV, JV nine, eighth grade. Because <laughs> I don't want to compare. He's not. No, man, he's not good. Move, move. I'm, listen, two quarterbacks I'm sold on: Justin Fields and Wilson from the Jets. Those two quarterbacks I'm sold on. I don't. I don't have. I have zero faith in both those guys. Zero. Why? What do you think Fields does good as far as nothing? Just runs. Come on, man. Nothing. He doesn't make. He doesn't make pro reads. His pro reads are uh, horrible. He he makes a good throw here and there, but that's only on bootlegs where there where the guy slips out, like Mooney slipping out that that play in the end zone, the corner of the end zone. I don't think Justin Fields. Like at the end of the day, I don't think you he could win you a game if he gets clogged. Pause. He gets clogged up from the sides. Like, I, nah, I do agree. I think he's more of a game manager and having an explosive mm-hmm. play with his legs or they can throw a nice little screen pass, get their running backs involved. But I don't know. I feel like he's progressing. They ain't make they ain't get him to be a game manager though, Moo. They rap they drafted that kid to to be something. To be a game manager is, is you know, they yeah. got a lot, a lot of picks coming up. They got a shitload of stuff that they're gonna throw around him. So I mean he could, guy, uh he could Jimmy G it. Yeah. But God, Jimmy G, man, I, do you believe in him? No, hell no. You see all the weapons he got, though. Yeah, he does. He's he's been he's been balling with that shit. You know why? Because Christian McCaffrey can go three yards. He can hit him three yards. He can hit the other dude three yards. Debo three yards. Listen. He's doing that, and they're turning them plays into fifteen yard runs. Twenty, like for real. If you don't watch the games, you wouldn't know. Like people wouldn't realize. I was man, I was watching the game, and I'm like, even though I have some of my fantasy, and I'm looking, I'm like, wait, I have somebody that has four yards. And mm-hmm. he gave me 18 points because yeah. he got two catches and touchdown, touchdown. Like that's it. So even just watching the play, it's like man, they didn't even throw him the ball. You see how they use Debo. Everything is tough, short and intimate. Yeah. And once um they kind of run like a spread shift, everyone slide to the left, kind of blocking. The way it happens is crazy. They mean though. No. They mean. That's what it is about them. Is they mean? Man, it's, it's kind of I don't I don't know why I just. I'd be fronting on him. 
It's funny because I've seen a stat that says Christian McCaffrey has more receiving yards than Debo, but Debo has more rushing yards than McCaffrey since he's been there. So Debo got more rushing, and he's the wide receiver. And Cat McCaffrey got more catching because they use McCaffrey out there as a wide receiver. That's what they've been doing. Since he's been on San Francisco, on San Francisco Debo has more rushing yards than Christian McCaffrey. That's wow. crazy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That that to me is crazy, but at the same time, it's not because McCaffrey is that electric wide receiver that, you know, and they can run Debo, and now they got Elijah Mitchell back. That's San Francisco. Yeah, and they was actually playing him. I was surprised. Yeah, that team is that team is something um to be to be reckoned with. Uh uh and I agree. Going back to another name, you said Jalen Hurts. They had the loss two weeks ago, and they went 17-16. Didn't really look sharp. Do you believe in the Eagles in the playoffs? I don't. You know, I love Jalen Hurts, but I don't believe in them in the playoffs. Do you think that because of the defense and the way Jalen Hurts has been playing that they're actually going to make a playoff run? Yeah, I think they'll they'll have the bottom of the NFC. So mm-hmm. if we do any kind of playoff pro, uh, you know, projections – They'll play like the Giants. Seahawks and the Giants. Mm-hmm. So the Giants might make the wild card. So they're right. going to play the Giants. Right. They're going to play uh, who else is in that area as far as it'll, – it'll have to be like – even though the Giants have a good enough record, they'll be second. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. That's why I kept singing to the Giants because all them Giants fans were all the way up there. <laughs> And them motherfuckers met the Lions and uh, came right back down to earth. But I think it's good that that you go through those struggles. No, I've you been do. a part of. I watched the Steelers go thirteen and 0, 11 and zero. Yeah, and then you just and you lose, lose. In the first round, second round. Yep. Right. Don't feel good anymore. So yep. to me, having these middle of the season, having a tough game against the Colts, yep, is great for a team mm-hmm. that you are supposed to beat because the pressure is not on anybody but you. Right. So it's a playoff game to you. It might even be a playoff game to the Colts, but for the Eagles, it's a playoff game because everything rides on the Eagles beating the Colts to right. set up everything else. If they would have lost, you know how you know the what media would have been told, right? What you know, Jalen Hurts is dropping out the MVP conversation if he doesn't get that um, game-winning drive. Right. So I I think all of those things elevate the team because you can see how hard it was for them to persevere. But the most important thing was that they did it. Another NFC uh, NFC team, the Dallas Cowboys, put a shellacking on the Minnesota Vikings. You know why, though, right? You I don't. Because it wasn't 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock, so Kirk Cousins, that Kirk Cousins wasn't playing. I told you, once once it gets to 425, Kirk Cousins turns into, uh, uh, I don't even know, give me a shitty Christian Ponder. That's what he turns into after that. I don't know why that's like a real thing. It's a real thing, man. I've been telling you. It's a real thing. Kirk Cousins, if you get him at 1 o'clock, Tom Brady can't beat him. But I feel like Kirk is just a regular receiver. So, I mean, excuse me, a regular quarterback. So, for him to play good is great. The problem is in the NFL, once you start doing that, the people start putting you in. Right. Mm -hmm. Because people are going to put you in different realms, and then that judgment comes. So, in the past, people used to make fun of Kirk, and it was cool. Now he winning games, you starting to put him in the upper echelon, and then just got them chains on. Right. Then you look and you're like, man, he got 28 yards. He mm-hmm. only got 70 yards. They only got 30. They got yep. smoke. Like, mm-hmm. even in the game when you lose him by that much, you should score because you got to throw the whole time to come back. None of those things happen. But I think the, the beauty in that for the Vikings as well is, you know, just being back to reality. Yeah, that's all. I think it'll be a tough playoff team, though. 
What do you think about Dallas? Do you think Dallas is the uh, is the top two team in the NFC now? Seeing Dak back, seeing all their weapons clicking. See, it seems like CD actually knows how to catch the football now. Uh, their defense has been sharp all year. So what do you what do you think with Dallas? I know the Cowgirls fans are going to be excited. So I want to know what you think about them. I mean, they have seven wins. Giants have seven wins. Mm-hmm. And I believe the Eagles have not eight wins. Mm-hmm. Nine. Oh, it doesn't. The Eagles in first. Right. Um, I think this um game coming up is a big game, not yeah. only for the for the shape of the NFC East, but for Dallas. Um, mm-hmm. Dallas has to show that they can, you know, beat tough teams and beat easy teams. They're very inconsistent. If you look at um how the Packers turned out to be, they right. should definitely beat the Packers by twenty eight, and then. Even though it is hard to say, I do think the Giants will uh, potentially have a better record than the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys' schedule is really? tougher. Mm-hmm. It is. It definitely is. And the Giants just have a better, um, consistent offense. Like you know that they're not going to do much passing, and Saquon is going to mm-hmm. run. Daniel Jones is going to run, 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 run. He's going to take it run. The mm-hmm. thing with Dallas is sometimes. He gets four carries. Sometimes mm-hmm. he gets 18. Right. Sometimes Pollard gets 10 carries. Sometimes he gets one. Right. Sometimes Dak throws the shit 54 times. Sometimes mm-hmm. those are 28. Yeah. So I think the key for Dallas is to run, 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 run play action and get an eight yard pass for a first down. Yeah. So Dak is I, definitely better with that. Like you yeah, for sure. I think you, you continue to use him as the, uh, scapegoat the person you prop up the person that you praise all those things but we know that you know that defense is holding them up we know that they need zeke uh they definitely should have kept amari cooper but you know those playmakers have been there to protect him i think you still continue to uh you know follow that same strategy and just allow everyone else around you keep using both running backs and everyone to know how dax should throw the ball like 25 to 30 times at most but to right. see some games where He's, he, he doubles his production, and then and they still lose by 10, or they've been losing the whole game. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, bring us bring us the Steeler mood that we want to hear. All the fans want to hear about the Steelers. So what happened this Sunday with the Steelers, and uh, what's your outlook going forward? I'm not going to lie. I was hyped. I thought we were about to win this <laughs> shit. We got some interceptions. Yeah, man. That was, uh, was that crazy. Was interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most important thing I took from that, though, is I don't think Kenny is it. The only reason why really? I say that is because I just seen Miss Throws, like mm-hmm. Eli Manning type, Lamar Jackson. Don't do that. Like, shit. <laughs> Eli Manning got two reasons. Don't do that to that poor man. Like, you like, damn. Or they show a replay and you see he threw it out for the check down, but the person that did the post, wide open. Right, it's like, man, how do you miss those first two or three reads? But more question though, because you because you ask that, and I, I question you on that. Is is that a pre? Is that a pre snap? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's rookie stuff. That's what I'm saying. Is, is it the just coming down where they're saying, I don't care what happens in this play, you're going to him no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Like, is that is that the thing? It's like, how much are they babying him? Is my question. You watch right. the game more than I do, as far so, as in there. So, how much are they babying him? So I watch it live, and I always watch it on YouTube. The, right. To me, the biggest difference when I watch Ben Roethlisberger early is mm-hmm. that he took chances. 
Right. So even though a lot of those things might be, hey, I'm going to you no matter what. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. He was able to break tackles and just throw the ball 50, 40 yards. So extending the play is um, not only like a great thing uh, for your team, but sometimes Mm -hmm. if you can only extend the play and run, then it doesn't allow your receivers or doesn't allow the opportunity for a big play unless everyone has their back turn. And that's just what you see with us. Like Kenny is not scrambling and throwing the ball 40 yards down the field. He's just scrambling and running. So it does look like, oh, we should run RPOs with him and stuff, but we shouldn't. Every time we do that shit, he don't go nowhere. (laughs) But I do think that we should just give him the green light to take the chances. We have six, three, six, four receivers. Just let them run, let them jump and see – you know what happens. I don't. I hate when I see um, all these yards and we got one touchdown. All these yards, we got two touchdowns. And even this game was good. I think we scored thirty points. Very productive. I did see some good passes. Um, the defense made the necessary plays, but to still uh, give up thirty-seven points is, um, I guess, like a testament to you know how good the Bengals really could be. It's starting, yeah, they're starting to pick it up. Jamal Chase is back in practice this week. Right. And they were missing people on both sides of the ball. Yep. And they had, um, I believe, a new lineman as far as he hasn't played as much um, with the Bengals this season as well. So I think it's, it just shows you where we are. Um, and I'm not sure if we're rebuilding. I think that we should rebuild. Yeah, I think. Uh, you know, I hope nobody uh, – Starts the um, fire Mike Tomlin campaign. I think nah. it's okay to have a bad season every once in a while. Humble you a little bit. Get you back to that hunger. But I don't give a fuck. As long as the Browns and the Ravens and nobody in the AFC North win the Super Bowl, and we still got six in this motherfucker. <laughs> what was the Cincinnati's head coach? Marvin what? What was it? Marvin, Marvin Lewis. Lewis. Yeah, Marvin Lewis. I think Tomlin's got that Marvin Lewis love like from the organization. Obviously done done way more than Marvin Lewis has done. When I say Marvin Lewis, I just say Cincinnati never got rid of Marvin Lewis if he went two and fourteen, two and fourteen. They wasn't getting matter. they didn't they didn't, they didn't, they didn't the Browns, matter. But they don't it don't matter. The Browns No, matter. that's not the Browns. The one he was on the Bengals. When Marvin oh. Lewis was on the Bengals, coaching the Bengals, yeah. he had so many regular regular seasons, and there was so right. many times they just said, yeah, "Now nah, we like, gonna keep him. Now nah, we gonna keep him." Right, and they had regular regular seasons or losing seasons. They kept. Nah, you definitely right. Say, so I say Tomlin is in that same like love category. I would say, but he's done way more and earned way more respect than as far as like coaching wise than Marvin Lewis. Because let's just be honest, Tomlin has had productive seasons even with the least that he's been given. So. I yeah. think y'all, I think y'all be alright. I think it's just it's just a it's just NFL man. Everybody gotta come down sometime. Y'all just, it's just yeah. But personnel, you, we we signed Mitch. That's a terrible signing. Yeah. Um, we could have signed Andy Dalton. We could have yeah. signed Jameis. We could have yeah. signed anybody else. But more importantly, we could have got people that cost two million. We could have got Cole McCoy, Tyler Haneke. Yeah. Like it's it's just better because of the way that they play. They don't play in in the system like. Like, it looks like Kenny is not allowed to even throw 30 yards. It's like, right. oh, that's like the threshold, 29. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, like, why don't you throw that shit 40, 50 yards downfield? You, we don't got the one-on-one crazy catches downfield. You know why? There's no opportunities. Yep. So, um, I don't like it. It could just be the offensive coordinator as well. Right. But I don't like what I see, mainly because we have to pay people soon. 
So our team is not going to be like our defense is not going to be this good. TJ right. Watt about to get two hundred million and some crazy shit. About to get a lot of money. <laughs> he about to get a ton of money. So hopefully we can put it together without um, losing a lot of people, spend a lot of money. But we definitely have to pay people. So mm-hmm. we need to draft better. We need to draft well. We're gonna have um, unfortunately, not unfortunately, but first time you know since I don't, I don't even know if we've ever had like a top five pick ever. I might have to look that up, but I don't know if the Steelers ever had a top five pick. I can't remember since I've been alive. When's the last time y'all picked top five? I don't nah, know. I don't think ever. Yeah. So that'll kind of be cool. Let's just see, you know, how good, uh, you know, our GM and our scouting and everyone really is because we have an opportunity now to change our franchise forever. Mm-hmm. You know they're going to draft a good wide receiver in somewhere in that draft. but Nah, you already know how we do. Yeah, I already know. It's wide receiver. You over there. But let's go into week 12. Let's do a pick em for week 12 for everybody. Uh, so I'll start off. Um, we got some Thanksgiving Thanksgiving games coming up on Thursday. Um, Bills and Lions, who you got? I got Buffalo. I got Buffalo too, but I think this is a scary game. I think it's a scary game because it's in Detroit. I think it's a scary, scary game. I think it's just a scary game for Buffalo. I think Buffalo wins, but I think they win by a field goal. I don't think they blow them out. I think just Detroit's been on this little winning streak. They got a little confidence going into Detroit. I just they so order. Think score? I think the score will be thirty to twenty-seven. If that's that's what I think the final will be. Oh, you think um, yeah, they both will score? Okay. Yeah, I think they both gonna score. Um, Giants Cowboys. That's gonna be a good one. Cowboys in Dallas. I got the Cowboys too. I think they actually beat the Giants in Dallas. Yeah, Cowboys home. Vikings Patriots. This is a big game for um New England. Who's home? Uh the Vikings are home. Oh, uh, Kirk, yeah, Cousins. Kirk, Kirk Cousins in prime time. No matter, I'm taking the Vikings. I'm taking Bill Belichick. Kirk Cousins prime time. I'm not trusting that nothing to save my life. I don't know. Um and the Patriots and the Patriots are low-key playing for first place. Yeah, they're on the high street. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, we got first game to start off with Broncos Panthers. Who you got? The battle of the shitbags. Hmm. Is what time is this game? I hope this shit ain't one o'clock. That would have been swapped. They would have been like, yeah, scrap it. I don't even know. I got, I got Denver. I think I got Denver about three though. Sam Darnold is starting, by the way. Sam Darnold will be starting for the Panthers. Oh, I'm going with, I'm going with Carolina. Then. Oh, Carolina, you, you yeah, don't have a new spark. Tampa and the Browns. I'm not answering this question. Tampa I'm taking the Browns. Browns. Oh, boy, it's disrespectful. Browns are home. Browns are going to roll over Ravens, Jaguars. Who's home? Jaguars are. I got Baltimore, though. I got Jacksonville. Oh, interesting. That's an upset alert. Upset alert. The worst team in the NFL, the Houston Texans versus the Miami Dolphins. You give me Miami. I ain't even got to answer that question. In Miami. I'm taking yes, I'm taking Miami in the spread. I'm taking Tyreek Hill plus 200 yards. <laughs> plus 200 yards. <laughs> and a peace sign on there. <laughs> Jets, Bears. This game right here is circled because. I got Jets. I think this is where you see Wilson get benched. I think the Jets win. I don't think Wilson's going to start this game. You don't think he's even going to start? I think Wilson does start. I think he plays like dog crap like he's been playing. And I think Flacco gets in there and they win the yeah, game. I think they start with Flacco. Flacco Dang. got like – Yeah, Flacco. No, Flacco. No, you good. Flacco. I would say Flacco got like that uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick kind of feel to me. Like, yeah. yeah. He going to come in and do something kind of – Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Uh, bang. Uh, no, yeah, Bengals Titans. Big game. Seven and three versus six and four. Big game in Tennessee. I'm going Bengals though. Me I'm too. Going I'm going Bengals too. I think I like this one. Another one in a close game. Seven I don't three. think Tennessee will be able to score matched. Um, I don't think they'll be able to match the the like kind of the big play. This is a playoff rematch. Playoff rematch from last year. Bengals upset the Titans last year. Right, but I also think the Bengals, the Titans lost that game. You ain't Derek. They, man, they better give Derek Henry thirty three carries. Yeah, they did lose that game last year. They had him. That was that was that was. Yeah, yeah that was dumb. Yep. Falcons, Commanders. Falcons. I'm gonna go Falcons. I'm lying. Yeah, I'm lying. I'm going Commanders. I man, something about Tyler Heineke, man. I love that dude, man. He play hard. He play hard, and they play different when he's a quarterback. I'm going Tyler Heineke. Bye bye, Carson Wentz. You probably never get a starting job again. Chargers, Chargers, Cardinals. I'm going with the Chargers. Chargers, yeah, Cardinals. Even if even if Murray starts, he's probably playing Call of Duty, so he won't really know the playbook. So I'm going Chargers, Raiders, Seahawks. I got Oakland. I got to see. They got to win a game, man. Oakland, Oakland. And they got to do it, man. If Oakland was playing, I would take Oakland, but Oakland's not playing. It's Las Vegas playing. So I'm I mean, like, yeah, yeah, my bad. <laughs> That's what I'm like. It's not too much. <laughs> I'll take the Seahawks. <laughs> Maybe you give me old Oakland, but Seahawks. Rams and Kansas City. Kansas City's home. I'm taking Kansas City. Rams. Oh, Kansas City home. I'm taking Kansas City. Yep. Um, Saints, 49ers. This one? This I got one, the 49ers. This one, I think it's in it's in uh it's in San Fran, but I think yeah. it's gonna be interesting, and I'll tell you why. I don't think New Orleans is a special offense at any at any stretch, but I think they have enough defense to actually keep them at bay to make it close. I do, Always. I, you know, and, and that's why I think I think the Saints have a chance if San Fran plays sloppy. Like if San Fran comes out, they they know they do what they've been doing, they just play bully ball. Then all right, whatever you you're gonna run into a team that's a bully, uh, likes bullies though. But if they somehow struggle, Jimmy just gets loose with the ball. I can see the uh, Saints pulling up an upset alert. I'm telling you, I don't know something about that game gives me I don't know something. Mm-mm. Um, I do think the Saints have a ex- explosive offense, and the reason why I say that is because Olave can just take it. He has like the one play, big play ability. Mm-hmm. So, to me, they're not um, – or they shouldn't be a slept-on offense. Mm-hmm. But I do think that they have uh, probably probably one of the most underrated defenses in the last, like, five or six years if you look at the times they played some of the greatest quarterbacks from the Tom Brady's, the right. Ben Roethlisberger's, the Aaron Rodgers. They, they pretty much um, do their job as far as the defense. They don't win much of those games. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when they had – <clears throat> Sean Payton and Drew Brees, the uh, the defense was great as far as their defensive backs. Right. But because of the way they played, they still scored so many points and gave up so many points because Drew Brees will throw 40, 50 touchdowns but have 27 in the set or whatever. So I do think now the balance for them is the run, run, run with, you know, whoever they have in their backfield. And every once in a while, I throw the big play. So. Right. I don't think that is the it's gonna be as close if those things don't happen. If Olave doesn't go for over a hundred, mm-hmm. I think it's a it's just kind of how they play. They have to have those 
wow, that was kind of crazy that he did that play. Like, yeah, no, for Ebo sure. Samuels. A lot of it's like, special, though. A lot of it's special, man. That kid, that kid is, he, he, he catches a lot of balls. He catches a lot of balls, and he just, he's tough. He's a tough, he's tough. Nah, I fuck with him. Yeah. I fuck with him. Definitely a great pickup. Um, Pat, uh, I, I don't even know why I'm saying this, but Packers, Eagles, in Whoa. Philly, Sunday night. Who you got? I got Jalen Hurts. Give me Jalen Hurts on the Sunday night game. I'm going to take the Packers. I'm going to take the Packers on the upset. You think Aaron Rodgers is coming for some blood on on? Yeah, the come, they're coming off a tough game. And I mm-hmm. think if you um, if you NFL strategize as far as review the tape and you do certain mm-hmm. things, do different things, um, especially if you look at the Colts offense, I think yeah. they're maybe they're like slightly below the talent of um, Aaron Rodgers and his receivers right. or the things that he could do with his receivers. So I do think that game is going to be close, but I would mm-hmm. I would take an upset in that game for sure. Now, what the hell am I looking at here? <clears throat> the Monday night game is Steelers moves Steelers against yeah, I, the I thought Colts. they changed that shit. <laughs> they better. Or else I'm not calling up the NFL. <laughs> Lucky I got a voice. I'll be like, bro, what in the hell? Nobody yeah. watching that. Joke. You watching it, Yo, and, and people that uh, Pittsburgh are watching it, but ain't nobody gonna tune to you that. You know what's real funny is that they already switched a few of our primetime games. No, they don't. Yeah, so they happened. swapped them shits. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I figured um they would actually swap this because it, it might it might get swapped. I don't know who they're gonna throw in there because it's not too many crazy <laughs> big games this week. But uh yeah, I don't know, man. That's that's a head scratch. I was looking at that like, huh? Well, who you got? Give me who you got. Are we home? No, Colts are home. Uh, Jeff Saturday. I'm gonna take the Steelers. I'm gonna take Steelers thirty, and yeah, I like that. I'm gonna take the Steelers. I'm gonna take the Steelers too. I'm definitely gonna take the Steelers. I I like that on the on the uh, quote unquote upset alert. That's those two teams are. Nah, I got Steelers game. Let's go, baby. Yeah, yeah. Now let's transition, as we always do. To some of the NBA hot topics that we got going on. Um, the NBA has been fun because, again, nobody's really separating themselves. Everybody, especially in the Western Conference, from 1 to 10 is two games apart from each other, which is uh, pretty incredible after I don't know how many games they played already. Um, 18 games, something, 19 games, something like that. The Warriors look a little questionable, uh, even though Clay has played well. Um I guess we can start with the Warriors. Do you think the Warriors have any chance of repeating? Do you think the Warriors, if they go through their little sluggish ways and they get into the playoffs, do you think with what they have in their personnel, do you think that they have a chance to just shake it off and go go out there and win the championship? I do. I think experience is the most important thing at that level because of pace, um, control, being in the moment, and their nerves. But – I have to say the one thing I hate about the NBA now is that they do not play games, man. Like no, they don't. You looking at even it's meaningless. It's meaningless the regular season, right? You looking at Kawhi? Kawhi's going six points, eight points. Just sit right back on the bench. Then he don't play ten games. Mm-hmm. Then he play one game, score mm-hmm. eight points. Then he yep. like. Then you start looking around the league and you like. I think we are, we're up to like 20 games played. Ain't nobody played 20 people games sit, People sitting. Everybody everywhere. sitting down. Everybody. So, the Not difference where we used to uh, 
enjoy these early games and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Um, we had fun before Christmas games. Now, hopefully everyone plays on Christmas, but that's like that's going to be like a playoff game for us because it'll mm-hmm. be the first time we get to see everyone healthy. Right. And uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of these teams are kind of preserving their players for that time because they understand how important uh, the NBA is. They understand how important Adam Silver and how much money they make during the holiday time. So they're going to make sure they play their stars. Yeah, and I think the NBA has done as much as they can do uh, as far as incentive-wise and stuff like that to get these guys to play. But it seems like the medical part of it and all that other stuff with the players, you know, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's not obviously they got love for the game. They love basketball, but it, it's questionable. They 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 don't always want to go out there and play. You know, Kawhi's a little bit understanding because the whole knee thing. You know, whatever the case may be, uh, it's a little different nowadays. Though I mean, back in the day, they would have said, you know, go from dirt on and get out there. You know, like Clay Thompson, for instance. You know, Clay Clay was itching to get out there. and He didn't stop playing. You know, they want to play him on back to backs. Right. But Clay Clay was playing because Clay an old school head. At the end of the day, Clay just want to hoop. And he want to win, yeah. and that's all he want to do. He don't give a fuck about marketing. He don't care about none of that shit. Two years, win. yeah, right. He's yeah. yep. So I think I think you know I agree with you with that. You know, um, yeah, I be wanting to watch the games, and then this person's out, that person's out. Um, and I, I think, also think some part of it. I also think yeah, that yeah. we should know who makes that decision because the medical time, medical staff they had Russ out with a hamstring. He played the next game. Yeah, that was that was like, that was angry Russ. Now nah, that that one was uh who, who says he has the hamstring? Yeah, that was Russell Westbrook saying, Lakers, you guys suck. Go fuck yourself and go show everybody <laughs> that you suck. And they did just that by losing by 15 when he was sitting. Um it's crazy. Yeah, and, and and we can touch on that a little bit because LeBron James has been out for five games, and the Lakers, I'm gonna tell you straight up, just as a Lake fan, have looked much better. Now you're gonna sit here and say, Pat, how the Lakers better without LeBron James. I'm gonna tell you the biggest reason why. One that's not well, I'm gonna tell you the biggest reason first. Biggest reason first is their defense. Now they're playing defense. Why? Because all five guys on the court are committed to playing defense. LeBron James, with all his greatness and all his stuff that he does with the ball or offense, and he don't play no defense, doesn't make rotations. He'll get the block every once in a while. You know, oh, it's it's a magical block that everybody sees. It's not me shitting on LeBron James. Just me being real. You you don't believe me? Go watch all the tapes. LeBron James don't play defense. He don't rotate. So if one don't rotate, you you coach ball, you know ball. One don't rotate, it fucks up everything in, in basketball. Right. So now they've been rotating. They've been playing much, much better. Um, AD, he has to work a little harder, but AD's been out here looking like A. Disney again. 38, 15, 30, <laughs> 12. 35, 16, like th- he's been real. And Russell Westbrook, even though he hasn't scored, he's shot the ball efficiently and he's back to passing and really getting his guys. Lonnie Walker here, Austin Reeves over there. It started with Russ. Russ bringing the ball up. Boom, where they at? Oh, all right. I just want to, I just want them to get love. Boom, boom, boom. AD get love. I'm not going to lie to you. People going to hate me for saying this and people going to say, Pat, you a hater. But I would trade LeBron James right now. Oh, nah, you bugging. I would trade LeBron James right now. Nah, you bugging. Seriously, I would trade LeBron James right now. Obviously, it wouldn't happen Ooh. because I'm, I, it's not even for who. It is – I would trade LeBron James for a bucket – well, a bucket load of picks to begin with, but a bunch of players that just picks. fulfill roles. Yeah, picks and players. They got to win right I now. Wouldn't, I wouldn't – yeah, but I wouldn't – I wouldn't – I wouldn't trade him for like another old head. Is my point. LeBron is still great enough that you know 
you can't just train him for a, who's the other old head that you think is comparable. I mean, well, well, one of my questions to you, Mo, before we get into that, is do you think LeBron James is still a top five player in the NBA? Yes. Where? Where is he on that list? Um, Honestly, I would put him at five only because when I look at – So who do you um, got? Could you list them? Yeah, I mean, I think everybody's should be the same. We, you're going to start with Greek Freak. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Luca. Absolutely. No, in that order. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll fuck with that order. That's fine. Jason Tatum. Okay. Right now, I'm talking about playing mm-hmm. at a high level. Mm-hmm. Right now, there's, I would think, mm-hmm. I would say at that position, to me, he, Embiid. Well, not yet. Hold on. I would say that that position oh, okay. is probably like mm-hmm. prime time being that this like Brown is basically in his position as well and he's doing well. So right. it's even harder. So it's other people taking away his points. Right. And then I think um Joel and B would probably be um my MVP if it was like two weeks ago or right. last week. Right. Then I think LeBron is just right behind him. But I think those four, everyone is probably has those four. And I don't know if you could put like who would you put right. LeBron James um, is not a top player. five player right now. No, I'm saying, like, who would you put? Who would I put? The exact order you said, but where the hell is KD? KD got to be that fifth guy. KD has to be number five. KD right now is better than LeBron James. I'll take KD right now over LeBron James. I, I don't care. I'm taking KD over LeBron James right now. You could give me all the, you could give me all the fucking numbers and all the stats and all the other shit. He can do all that shit. I, I'm, I'm trying to LeBron, think. LeBron James, people that fight for LeBron James, that love LeBron James, they're going to scream stats, 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 stats. Cool stats. All right, I got you. And he had a double-double. He had 11 rebounds. I would, but I, would I, don't, I don't over care. KD right now. And I also, and also Steph. We didn't even say Steph. No, I did that on purpose because I just feel like uh, that's what I was going to say before. I think it's hard sometimes to put uh, people that – do certain things so great and like takes right. over the things that they don't do at all for sure. So you, like you brought up LeBron defense, like Steph don't play no goddamn defense either. Cross, so but no, you're right, you're right, no, but you're right, you're right. But so I, I think I, sometimes you can be so great, it's like you automatically put people like right, uh, KD and Steph because you see, like, god damn, you see that nigga shot it from 48 mm-hmm. feet, like, no, for sure. Like, nah, you get some people get caught up in the hype. ass right now. Yeah, some oh. people get caught up in the hype, but I, I, I truly don't believe that LeBron James is top five anymore. I know people are gonna be like, "What the hell?" and 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 they'll cry about it, but I don't think they're top five. And you know, I also want to just give a special shout out to my boy that I've been saying on every show, besides Darius Garland, you know, that relieve him now. But Quickie Smooth, Shea Gildress, Alexander, that boy's having an MVP S type season numbers wise, ninety six percent from the free throw line, averaging thirty. Uh, I think he has seven uh, assists on the season, or six assists on the season, four rebounds a game, shooting the ball over um fifty percent from the field, shooting the three over forty two percent like that. Man, that man's been cooking and go in uh, OKC. I agree. I also think that um, while I'm not too too high, I feel like he's one of those players that you he's gonna have these numbers get. You get a nice contract, get traded somewhere, and he's gonna be well. He already uh, signed that max. He already signed the max for for the for the rookie rookie scale deal where they get the the max contract. He already signed it, so he could he he already signed in. it. 
during during the past offseason, just the offseason just happened. So he locked into that team. What they gave another four years? I for yeah, another four Five. years. I forget another how four. much. You no, know, it's another four, but it was a lot of money. Whatever their max is, whatever their their max, whatever for their, for the rookie deal, that he got that and he accepted it. So yeah, I don't want to be disrespectful, but he kind of. Rem- I don't. Yeah, he about I to be disrespectful. Wait, when I, somebody I say think, I don't want to be disrespectful, they're gonna be disrespectful. Nah, yeah. because Brandon, not Brandon Hayward. What's the white boy name? But his last name Herder. Herder. Oh, no, uh, he played in Boston, but before Boston, he was cooking. Gary, damn, what's the what? He play on um on Charlotte right now. Oh my God, Gordon Hayward, don't be disrespectful, yeah. man. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> You know how he he was cooking though. He was averaging and he got that check. Now that boy averaged about 12 points. <laughs> so I feel like he my face have... right now. <laughs> That's my face right now. It's going Hayward. I think oh, he may man. have that. So I want to see him do it for another two, three years. Maybe he get traded or something, but Boy got the smoothest, I do like him. smoothest game, man. Smooth. I, I, yeah, I do like him because he has the um he reminds me of like a, a real short, like a I guess Hooper. like a shorter KD. Like yeah, mad skinny, hooping, just going around yeah. motherfucking. It got great Finish. footwork. Got great footwork. His finishing yeah. packages is beautiful. Mm-hmm. That boy is just nah, a, I like him. I like natural him. born scorer. Um Ben Simmons. How you feeling about Ben Simmons? You think Ben Simmons is back? Or what? Guys, confidence. I see his confidence has been up. Back to what? Like back to back to LSU? being at back to no, nah, I mean he's never been a winner, yeah. but back back to back to doing his you know his double doubles and stuff, getting his oh, yeah, skill yeah, and playing yeah. B. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. to me, on that level, excuse me, as a pro, all you need is confidence. Right. When your confidence is restored, when you make a layup, when you mm-hmm. make a jump shot. You're better than ninety percent of the people in the world, easy. So I think sometimes it's easy for us to nitpick and say, "Dang, if I was Ben Simmons, I would have dunked that shit." But there's a reason why he did. So even if his confidence is not making jump shots, his confidence is not dribbling the ball crazy. He gonna run. He right. gonna slash. He gonna make layups. He gonna throw alleys. He gonna play defense. Right. That's what his confidence is. So I think if you Ben Simmons player, excuse me, if you're a Ben Simmons teammate, um, if you're um, anybody that has any say so, any influence, you continue to encourage him. I don't care if you got zero points, you better have 14 assists and 14 rebounds, three mm-hmm. steals and two blocks. And and, and then he's worth keeping out there. He might not be out there in crucial situations, but if I could start Ben Simmons for 42 minutes, or he could play 42 minutes before I need to sit him, and he he's created um, enough lead or he's created enough momentum to. You know, get Patty Mills in there to make some threes, or whoever else, Joe Harris to make some threes. <clears throat> it don't really matter. It don't really matter uh, who's around because he's gonna get. He's gonna find them. And they need a big man no more. No, nah, I was gonna say, and I actually like him at center. Yeah, but they don't rebound for nothing, man. If he's not in the game, KD, nah, he the only one that's gonna rebound. That's what I'm saying. That's not gonna win you playoff games. This is not because uh, Sax, uh, Claxton. Claxton is – I don't know if he's just too small or too weak or something. Yeah, I'm not sure. Weird player. I ain't going to I feel like he's like a KD 
like without skills too, but he can't he can't do nothing. Yeah, so <laughs> he just go like this the throws it at the backboard as fast as he can. He's just almost like, uh like obsolete in the sense of somebody that you thought would be able to fill in and step in as a big man. He's one that of those guys that yeah, LA fitness, the tall guys it's just yeah, that makes you think when you look around the league, you're like, Man, how the fuck is the white Howard? Mm-hmm. Not playing. Mm-hmm. Like, this is crazy. It is. Some of um, it, yeah. Jordan, uh, what's his name? DeAndre Jordan still playing. Yeah, right? yeah he's a bumass. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I know. I don't, I don't even understand that. Um, I want to clarify something because I, I felt like, I don't know, I don't like being unclear about what I say. So I want to clarify something that didn't really get put in the podcast from a couple weeks ago. It got cut off, but we didn't get to finish it. Some Something happened in, in the recording process. But we had a conversation a couple weeks ago about the Kyrie situation. And I had made some comments that I want to clarify before anybody that watches it thinks what I was saying or, or thinks that I was against Kyrie. So I'm going to clarify by saying this in a nutshell. As Kyrie, as a guy that I watch from afar, I don't really, I don't really fuck with him in the sense of, I don't trust him on keeping his word on what he says. I don't really trust him on keeping his word. I have no, Problem with anything that he's done as far as personal stuff, right? Like personally, vaccine-wise, all that. Everybody's entitled to their own stuff. We had the nursing episode recently talking about that stuff. Right. The stuff that he posted, um, I haven't saw it. I haven't, what do you call it? But I've done enough research to know that it's a hateful, um, you know, film and, and in certain aspects of the things with Jewish people, Right. Even at that, I was mad because of the way he didn't. It was kind of like he stood on his word, yeah, but he did like these half-ass apologies. After that, I had a problem. I'm gonna tell you why I had a problem. And it wasn't with Kyrie. The the Nets made him do a checklist. Man. Nobody, nobody, especially white people, they don't have to do that. But the Nets thought do a checklist, and that's where I drew the line because. My thing was, if you want to suspend him for games, for how many games, whatever, suspend him because of the shit that he that he promoted that he said he didn't promote. Cool. Whatever. But don't make the dude do a checklist. If he apologized, then he's apologizing. If he apologized once, let him apologize. So I wanted to clarify what I felt, Um, you know, as far as that goes. I think Kyrie makes silly decisions before he really knows everything that he's putting into. I think he's always done that Um, as far as, like, what he puts out. Yeah. Um. But what I will say is what the Nets do and, and really what, honestly, like, black people have to go through with certain things in life, it, it just makes no sense. Like, it makes sense due to, sadly, how they've been treated. Like, you know, black people have been treated. It's just fucked up. But my point is that I don't agree with the whole checklist shit. I'm happy that Kyrie's back, and I hope that all this stuff goes away, Um, you know. And, I, you know, I hope nothing comes upon Jewish people with the whole nonsense with that. But... Yeah, I just want to clarify that before you know we got out of here. I need to keep that in this podcast so people will truly know that. But how do you feel about Kyrie being back? I was gonna say, do you think that um everything that has happened, do you think that's the distraction or do you think that's motivation? Distraction for the team to just say, like, we this is our brother, we back him. And distraction, not gonna lie to you, but I think it's a super distraction. Now, part two, do you think that's a um a physical Something that's gonna play into um their wins and losses into their playoff situation? Mm-hmm. Or do you think it's a distraction like in a few weeks Kyrie could not play 
five or six more games. No, I think I don't think it's a distraction where it constantly carries on. Because I think kind of like when they made the checklist, there kind of was a backlash. So right. it kind of like evened out and then people started supporting and whatever the case may be. So I don't think unless something massive happens where somebody goes in a Jewish mosque or whatever and starts killing people, like unless that happens, I don't I don't foresee it going, you know, crazy. Um, I think it was a distraction. Yeah, uh, I think it was just unnecessary as far as that for his team. Um, but I think that they're just not good enough with the team constructed right now to win, you know, other than maybe a first round. Like they're not good enough. You know, they, they have KD and Kyrie, but I just don't think they're good enough. They run into, you know, if they play sluggish or they went play 500 ball all the way through and they run into uh Milwaukee in the second round, like you're going home. Milwaukee fully loaded. If Middleton is back, Giannis, oh, yeah. you're going There's home. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So my thing is, I don't think right now, unless they make some moves, I don't think they're constructed to. I don't think they can beat Boston. Now, yeah, I, I think Boston would get them up. They will struggle end. with a fully yeah. healthy, fully healthy Philly. Yeah, so I, I think uh, that I think that has nothing to do with that as far as that goes. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with everything um, that you're saying. The only thing that will change the narrative for the rest of the season is if, the, if they win. If they lose, a lot of the blame will be on Kyrie. And then, um, obviously, KD, uh, the firing of Steve Nash and all the things they were saying about how they don't need a coach and all that stuff. So I do think that this is a, um, a test for both of them. I don't think that this team stays together if they lose again. Right. I'm in or lose the way they lost. I'm definitely in agreement with that, big time. Before we get out of here, one last time. Shit, heavy as hell. One last time. <laughs> PS5, y'all, tap in the links. Um, we'll be putting them out. Sign up, get your spot. Hit up me, hit up Moo. Um, Kyle goes Moo on Instagram, one on one or Coach Shop Podcast. Hit us up. Somebody lucky is going to be getting this PS5 December 3rd. Uh, make sure you're paying attention to all the links will be sent out. Um, but for real, I mean, we'll be putting more posts out, but seriously, tap in. You know, help a loved one that maybe wants one. Help yourself maybe wants one. Yes, help sir. That maybe wants one. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be back. We got the sports show coming back every week. And uh, we got some special episodes coming, including the Cuff episode coming out soon. Um, starring your boy Ish. We can't wait. First in studio. Yeah. Get to see. So, with that being said, we out of here, Moo. I appreciate you. Another fun episode. You already know, baby. Out of here, baby. Holla.